Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. The feedback might be something that you can't change. So there's not necessarily anything you're going to be able to do about it now or maybe ever, or it could be something that you shouldn't change. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional, and together we're excited to give you all the tips, tricks, and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey, Em, and welcome back, everyone. Who are we shouting out this week? Big shout out goes to Ruth. She bought us three coffees and I sent a screenshot of this to Sarah and said, be prepared to cry because it was so sweet. She said, thank you, Sarah and Emma, for your incredible podcasts, content and coaching. After four months without work in my area following a redundancy, I've now landed a job at my dream company. I only discovered you in the last month or so and listening to your podcast created an anchor through the dark times of job searching. It can truly start to feel so hard and erode your self-esteem and sense of direction. And I found you really helped me build myself back up. My advice for other listeners, listen to Interview Boss and also trust your gut. You're your own best expert on your skills and the industry you want to be in. I had a bunch of other companies and people telling me my CV mustn't be good enough and there was no way I would get a job without their exact advice. Sarah and Emma are not like this. Thank you for giving gentle, practical advice to make me shine without tearing me down or trying to convince me I don't know anything about how to find a job. It sounds simple enough, but there are lots of voices out there in the CV writing, career coaching game, and you guys are so kind, approachable, wise, and generous with your free podcasts and resources. I no doubt will continue to use everything I learned and continue to learn as a committed listener through my career progression. Love, Ruth. I love this so much because it talks about all of the terrible advice out there that's designed to prey on you as a job seeker. And it's awful, but I can't get into fights with people all the time. So I try and avoid it. And we just create our own little positive world over here at Interview Boss. Ruth summed up everything that we are trying to do with this project. And it's so nice to hear that people see it for what it is and appreciate it. And compare our stuff to other people and go, hmm, that doesn't sound right. 
Yeah. Now on to today's episode, this is going to be a quick punchy one. And this one actually came from our listener, Rachel, who sent us this message. Hey, Emma and Sarah, I wanted to reach out because I've been searching for a new job for about eight months now with no luck. I just completed an interview process for a job over the course of about six weeks. I was really excited for the job and thought I did great in both interviews. I felt really aligned with the company culture and had a great conversation with the recruiter about it during the interview and I completed the interview assignment with flying colors. Despite all that, I just received a rejection email from them on Friday. I'm trying not to let it get to me, but I'm just really disappointed and I truly don't understand what happened or where I went wrong. So my question for you guys is, what are your thoughts on asking for feedback after receiving job rejection? Is it worth Mm. it? Great question. And also, what about six weeks of interviews and going back and forth? Such a long process. Such a huge investment from Rachel and she didn't even get feedback or a phone call. She got an email. I think that's really harsh. I think at the very least, she should have gotten a phone call to let her know. So let's jump into answering this question. Em, what do you reckon? Should she ask for feedback? I'm divided on this because half of me is like, there's not necessarily an answer. Like, it's not like they're going to be like, this thing's inherently wrong with you and you should go and work on that. Like, I feel a bit weird about that because there's always so much that goes on behind the scenes. There doesn't inherently have to be something wrong. But then again, I can see the merit in, you know, wanting to get some pointers. If this is, you're going to go for similar jobs in the future, you want some answers. I I do get the- closure. Like she might want some closure and just to find out, hey, what was it? Like, who did you end up hiring and what for what reasons? That might help her get some closure. So I think she should ask for feedback, particularly because she's been through some interviews. I think asking for feedback after an application, like you're just so unlikely to hear back and there's unlikely to be much that they can point to. But after so many different stages, it's likely that they'll have something that they can tell you. So I would definitely say it's worth reaching out. But we want to be careful that the feedback might be something that you can't change. So there's not necessarily anything you're going to be able to do about it now or maybe ever, or it could be something that you shouldn't change. We've talked about on the podcast before about people who have feedback that, hey, you need to be more technical or you need more management skills, but actually the next job likes them exactly as they are. So if they dialed that other part of them up or tried to be something different, that would have set them back for the next job that they went for. So maybe you shouldn't change what they tell you to change. Totally. I think you should take it all with a grain of salt. Say if they give you some actually helpful feedback that says like, yeah, you know, in this type of industry, you need to do a lot of this. And so we just felt you didn't have, you know, much experience with that. And you think, oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Now I can go away and try and work on improving those skills. Great. But if they're like, you know, we just were looking for someone with more energetic and fun or, you know, something like wishy-washy. Don't go away and reinvent yourself because it's not that deep. And sometimes, do you think that if they don't know what to say because it was one of those situations where nothing was wrong, someone else was just a better fit, could they maybe make something fluffy up? Like be like, oh, well, yeah, sometimes. And they feel weird about not knowing what to say. Like, so- In Rachel's question, here's what I think she's kind of said, what happened or where I went wrong? The answer is you probably didn't go wrong anywhere. Like when they're discussing who they should actually hire, I guarantee you we are not discussing how you performed in your interview. 
We're discussing you as a candidate. Yes, the overall picture experience. The overall picture of exactly what you bring to the role, your notice period, your salary expectations, your expertise, your specialisations, all of that together is what's coming together to work out whether you're right or the other candidates better. So it's not necessarily your interview or anything in the application that you did wrong. You can find out that like, hey, there's this skill that you're a little bit weaker on. And if you do want to go for these types of jobs in the future, that can be handy to find that out. Like, hey, I need to get more experience in this area. I just want you to make sure that you don't lean too much on what the feedback is. It could be really useful, but it also might not be really useful. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. And I wanted to throw in a note here as well on why you might not get any feedback or why it might be hard for you to hear anything back. So some interviewers might be happy to give detailed and constructive feedback. Others might find it really hard to put it into words. And even when us recruiters ask them like, oh, you know, you said it didn't go well, but like, why not? Why do we not want to hire them? Because sometimes it's a vibe or a feeling or... Well, and then when you push them and you ask more questions, there's generally a very good reason. It's just that they're sometimes not able to articulate that. And sometimes me as the recruiter or the person dealing with the candidate is trying to get feedback from the person who made the decision and they won't tell me any feedback so I can't tell the candidate. So then I'm stuck with, well, the very least I can do is let them know, but I can only do an email because I don't have anything to say over the phone. I don't even know why. Yeah. And again, if they don't even really know why, something random and fluffy might come out because they're just on the spot and trying to think of something to tell you. And then, yeah, if you're not taking it with a grain of salt and really hanging off these words, we don't want that to happen. Yeah. I think you should ask. And I think if you've been in touch via the phone, I think phone is always better because it's easier for someone to be able to answer you over the phone and there's no like follow-up item for them to do. But if email's your only choice, here's a bit of a, a sample email. We know you guys love templates and emails and stuff. So here's what that could sound like. Dear recruiter, thank you so much for the opportunity to interview for blah role. Although I wasn't selected for the position, I'm genuinely interested in seeking feedback to enhance my interview skills and improve for future opportunities. I would appreciate any insights you could provide regarding my interview performance. I understand your time is valuable, so any feedback, even brief, would be greatly appreciated. And then if you wanted to say this, you could add this little bit in there somewhere. I'm still very interested in working for the company. If any other roles that suit my skill set come up, please don't hesitate to contact me. I like that. Yeah, I think that's a really nice kind of thing. You could put that in the middle or at the end, but send that off and then see what comes back. And then our very last tip here, Em, what is it? If something does come back that's hard to hear, don't argue with it. Yeah, I've had, (laughs) I've gone out of my way to give someone help because I really felt like they needed it and I could see that they were struggling and I wanted to give them some personalized feedback and they argued with me. And look, you don't have to accept what I've said. You don't have to even think it's right. You don't have to do anything with it. But you asked for it. (laughs) Be willing to hear it. 
don't argue with me on it because I'm not saying that is how you are, but that's how you came across in your interview. You know, like you might not be like that, but that's how you presented to us. So accept it for what it is. If you don't agree with it, you don't have to accept it. Just move on. Take home message. Definitely appropriate to ask if you've been through the interview stage, particularly a lengthy one where, you know, you got really close to the end and then missed out. But yeah, don't be asking for feedback, you know, when you're just submitting resumes because that's treating recruiters like glorified resume writers as if they're going to spend 20 minutes giving you pointers on why it's not good. Yeah. And I think that you just are very unlikely to hear back. So I wouldn't put the energy into doing that. But yeah, definitely worth sending off an email and it could potentially help you get closure. But whether you'll actually get anything valuable or not is, I think, a bit of a coin toss. So good luck trying to get that feedback, Rachel, and let us know how it goes. Yeah, good luck. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone else about the show. That's how we can hit the charts and help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>